And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. We are explorers. We're going to stumble, make mistakes, I'm sure more than a few before we find our footing. But we're going to learn from those mistakes. That's what being human is all about. It is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not a weakness, that is life. We're Starfleet officers. Weird is part of the job. Base, the final frontier. Make it so. Do it. Hit it. Let's fly. I'm Aiden. I'm Lindsay. This is the Big Spot. And I just realized today is my day to do the 30 second synopsis. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. That's, uh, that's amazing, Lindsay. That's a great intro. Uh, uh, yes, for the, the episode, episode that you will be summarizing. Surrender. Yes, surrender. I'm surrendering to the fact that I have to do the 30 second synopsis. And I honestly, okay, you know what? I'm going to save anything I say until after the synopsis. Let's get this out of the way. You sure? Why did we agree to do this? Whose idea was this? I, You know, I don't know the origin oh, of this. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, whoever came up with it is an asshole. It's and one it's, of us. It's 50 50 chance. So uh, let's just we say. We probably, well, we agreed on it. So it's both of us. Yeah, both. yeah, we're both. We're both jerks but uh, i feel like one of us is more of a jerk and uh this week it's me because i'm making you do it so yeah uh Lindsay, 30 seconds are on the clock this is gonna be the worst 30 second synopsis ever i'm gonna like that's fine don't don't overthink it just roll with the punches babe eat shit that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna <laughs> eat shit tonight right here on the podcast. for those who are not canadian eat shit means to perform poorly or yes, to yes, have a li- fall <laughs> i guess i should clarify i'm not actually eating fecal matter <laughs> It's a very Canadian euphemism. Uh, we may not... Uh... You're all going to know what it means after you get to the end of the synopsis and you're like, wow, she ate shit. You're never going to question when a Canadian says that. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to always remember this will be the touchstone. Okay, I'm, de- I'm delaying. I'm, I'm just... Which is fine. I understand. Uh, 30 seconds are on the clock when you are ready. All right, and I'm ready. In three, two... One, go. So Vatic has control of the Titan. She goads Jack into coming up onto the bridge. If he doesn't, she's going to kill somebody on the bridge, which she does. She kills one person. Um, he comes up, but kind of tricks her because down in wherever the other people are, they are getting data to conquer lore so that he can write a program that would take back control of the ship, which eventually they do. Vatic dies. All the crew gets to sit around the, the observation room table again, just like in the past. And they talk about Frontier Day. That's pretty good. That's really good, Lindsay. Because um, that's most of so it. So I didn't eat shit. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> relatively, yeah. That was pretty uh, yeah. good. I have to say, yeah, could have been better. Yeah, but. no, but 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 yeah, that was that was a fair summary. Yeah. Um, and this episode, Lindsay, we both, even as we were kind of watching it, it we were like, yeah, it, it was another episode that really yeah. failed to to reach the highs of previous episodes. Well, and here's here's what I was thinking about because I feel exactly the same way, yeah. but I also feel like you can't have. Do you remember the film High Fidelity? Yes. Where John Cusack's character is making mixtapes and he's talking about the formula for mixtapes. Yeah. And how you have to like start at a certain point and then you have to bring it down and then you have to bring it back up again. Like you can't be going at 150 miles per hour the whole season. 
right? So there have to be moments where you dial it back a little bit. And I think yeah, but, the last yeah. two episodes have kind of felt like that, which, I mean, I, I, I haven't been wrong about this season. I felt optimistic pretty much the whole time. So I think we're going to be heading into two really rock-solid finale episodes, like nine and ten are going to be really great because they're they're ramping up for something. Like this feels like they're winding down the Vatic storyline. Like she de- she's dead. Yeah, she's, she's not dead. coming back. Yeah, I, I'm almost positive she's not coming back. <laughs> it would be a letdown if she did. Yeah, let's put it that way. Um, so they have to wind down that storyline and then take it into the last act, which is going to be this Frontier Day extravaganza. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the finale, right, of whatever the changelings have been planning. So. It kind of makes sense. Yeah. You know, if you look at it, we're going to look back on the whole season and we're going to be like, okay, this is part of a larger, if, if you fit into the larger storyline, doesn't mean that it was an enjoyable hour of television. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't, it didn't wow me. The last episode, I think we both said we, we felt that way about was episode six, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think... And I've commented just offline when we were talking, Lindsay, that uh, it really feels like a directorial shift. Yes. I, I commented on episode six, like, oh, yeah. I really liked the director. It was I Dan Liu, who, Dan Liu yeah. who did five and six. And I thought those were really great episodes. Yeah. And it feels like here that same ability to balance, especially the plot and the emotional arcs of the characters yeah. uh, just is not as well balanced. And well, it's kind of it, it, it hurts here because, um, you know, like. The plot points themselves could be really good. Like, I mean, yeah, you're killing Vatic. You're reuniting the whole crew minus Wesley. Uh, you're, you know, you're doing pretty these huge, huge moments, but they don't have quite the the heft that they that they might if if it was done a little differently. Like, honestly, like the the story of this episode on its own was fine. It was just the execution yeah. didn't make me actually get excited the way well it could. With I think. with few exceptions, there were some great scenes that brought out. Um, like great acting choices and mm. and great performances, especially the data lore showdown scene, which was the highlight for me by far mm-hmm. of the entire episode. Um, so I mean, there were moments, but you're right; it really does come down to directorial choice. Not to say that these were directed poorly. No, no, it's just they they lacked a special something, and it's and it's hard to pinpoint what exactly that is. And, but there, and there's works. also writing. Yeah, things. yeah. Like I don't think no, it's, it's the director's fault that we had so much hurry up and wait yeah. last episode and, and this, this episode, episode felt yeah. a little bit like that too especially with the like our heroes being stranded somewhere else on the ship yeah. not really doing, doing anything, anything. Yeah. and every time we come back to them they've just not done anything, anything for more? 30 more minutes like yeah. it just doesn't make sense um that's not a directorial choice that's, no that, that was the writing, writing absolutely and, so I'm, yeah. but but you do have to kind of see i'm playing devil's advocate here maybe a little bit more than i normally do but you kind of have to see um, from the the like the arc of the season's perspective, yeah. that there has to be something. You have to close out that story. Well, Could they have closed it out last week? Could this have been something that they? Yeah. Remember we talked about that last week. How it was a forty five minute episode, but if you just added an extra fifteen minutes of Vatic mm-hmm. goading the crew and and Jack coming up and then blowing her out the yeah. You know, and, and compress the data stuff down. Yeah, I mean, like, or even or happened? even not have the data stuff happen to that. Yeah, there, there's yeah. there's options there, right? And I yeah. feel like that, that's a good point. Like it it did feel this episode felt slow. There wasn't a lot happening. Yeah, no. There um, there's a lot of the characters standing around talking about things happening. Yeah. Um, and not much actually happening. And it was the same last episode. So yeah, could you have 
combine those two down to their essence into one really good episode, perhaps, Probably. right? Yeah. And I feel like that would be better. And also notable is that uh, there's been two arcs so far. There's been the Nebula arc, and then there's been this, they're hiding and, you know, yeah, they're, they're hiding from the and figuring out Jack like, and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's been these two arcs and they've both been four episodes and both have kind of, you know, the, the, the first four episode arc kind of ended on a higher note. Mm-hmm. I felt like the last two episodes Getting were better. Getting out of the nebula. And yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the, the last one, uh, the first two episodes of were stronger. Arc. Yeah. So it, I don't know. I guess maybe if there's two strong episodes in this last arc, they're the, they're the only two left. So yeah, that, that's right. a good sign. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. It just, it's odd how, how this, the, this one 10 episode season is already kind of falling into a, a bit of a pattern. It's, it's just strange to think about, but yeah, um, I, it will be interesting to watch it once it's done and we know what's yeah. coming and, and then you can kind of sit with it differently. Yeah. Yeah. Right? For you sure. Be, you can look at it in terms of, 10 episodes instead yeah, of just yeah the full arc and you yeah. get yeah you can see where where the sweep is and stuff let's talk about the positives though yeah yeah we did like the episode yeah yeah uh Worf saving Riker and Troy what did I say last week yep Deus Ex Worf uh, Worf, Worf and Raffi yep. yeah yep. um so they come in and I, they don't explain how and I'm fine with them not explaining how we saw one shot of yeah, the, the shuttle that was cloaked yeah, or something. Yeah, they had I a cloaked know. shuttle all of a sudden too. That that was a little just that was very Deus Ex Machina. Not, nobody yeah. mentioned anything. No. That was not set up at all. No, but whatever, it's fine. I don't I don't need to have everything explained. It was cool to just have yeah. Worf once again Seven hiding guys the behind <laughs> a guy, and then you hear the Vul- the Vulcan music, the, <laughs> the Vulcan Klingon. music coming the, on when the Klingon kills dun, the guy. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and then and then his you know talking to Deanna. Yeah, was great. Like yeah. inappropriate, he yeah, misread was... the moment. I think, like, let's just get off this shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah, right. Yeah, but yeah, it, but was, it was awkward and funny comedic, and yeah. sweet, and and that worked really well. Yep. Um, yeah, obviously the data lore yeah. scene was amazing. Uh, that was it was it was a little ham-fisted. I felt like I knew exactly what was happening the instant it started. Like, obviously, as soon as you lift the partition, the personalities are going to merge. That's what was designed all along. Yeah. You didn't? Did you need to show it? Maybe not, but well, I liked I liked having lore on screen. Yeah, and, and him and Data going back and forth is great. Yeah, every time, I mean, right? like we said all along, uh, it was all, it's always a good idea to let Brent Spiner do his thing. Yeah, and that's exactly what happened, yeah. right? Like one last time, you get him playing Data and Lore in the same room. Yeah, um, brilliant. I yeah. loved it. It yeah, was great. Not? Yeah, and it does give you a chance to revisit a lot of the like things that made Data special. So yeah. we saw all those. We'll talk about that. I'm sure later on but um that was really cool and i didn't mind that even though it was pretty obvious that data was gonna win yeah he took the things that were me and in doing so you have become me we are one now we are me my brother uh, another obviously Vedic's demise was awesome. Yep. But also the stupidest thing ever. We'll get to that in a separate yep. point. But uh, you know that was like I've labeled these as the fist pumping moments. These are yep. the these are the ones that you're like yeah do it guys and yep. yeah obviously being the bad guy. Is, yeah it was great. Vedic Vedic getting uh, completely iced. <laughs> but the whole fucking solids line yeah, was great. That was like awesome. I love that. I like I like Swear Trek. Yeah. Now, me too. I like Swear Trek the account that does all the memes and <laughs> yes, stuff like that's yes. one thing but i like star trek with swear words yeah it's fun yeah absolutely um 
and, and seated yeah. on the conference table. Yeah, I mean that was. How can you go uh, wrong with that? That was that was really. I mean, it didn't get me the way that I think it got you, yeah. but it definitely did. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's a captain, at least. Yeah, it does Commodore. seem like there's lots of people I mean, who are they, captains. They're senior officers, senior. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it's now, true. So. It's, been, it's been forty years <laughs> since we first saw them. Yeah, as a, Jordy is a lieutenant. That's a long grade. career. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. it was. It was. I liked it. it. Um, speaking of uh, reunions and getting everyone together, though, the I loved the Riker and Troy scenes yeah. in particular. Um, I wasn't so much about the drama. Like they really inserted drama back into that season one storyline yes, of with them, the Nepenthe, the Nepenthe and, planet, and yeah. yeah, all that stuff. They like it was like they they figured out okay they wanted them to be in a fight, yeah, and then they they kind of generated this after the fact. It didn't matter because Riker and Troy, uh, Frakes and Sirtis just fucking nailed it. And they're yeah. they're hilarious together and they have such great chemistry. Um, and they've been working together for 30 well, years. It, like it, that's both of those scenes, like the one where they're when they're kind of like initially talking about it. And then when they make the when they fight and make up yeah. uh, right before they're saved. Both of those worked great. I love them. I love the comedy in particular. And, and but what yeah. it what it shows is that this is a couple that's been together for 30 years. Yeah. Like they joke, they kid, there's, you know, um, the the line that Troy gives, whether it's true or not, whether she was just making it up about how the... The pizza? You should know the changeling came to our home pretending to be you. He's pretty charming too. Really? Mm. How charming. Good in bed, bad at pizza. <laughs> So just like me. You know, the fact that they can play off of each other when there's very real stakes, yeah. you know, being yeah. being had. Um, it's, yeah, in, in the hands of lesser characters or um, characters that we don't know as well and who don't know each other as well, that wouldn't have played. And it did. I don't know. I think they, they do they it so well. Job. They do yeah. such a great job because we yeah. haven't seen any of that relationship. No, We exactly. saw little hints in season one. Well, uh, they were they had broken up. Like they were t- yeah. together. Well, no. In, in season TNG. three. Yeah, yeah. So we go through the, all of TNG and we don't see they're young. They, they don't really get together. Yeah, until right? the last movie. Yeah, and... Nemesis. Yeah, 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 you're right. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, we don't see them. And then and then so to see them settled in this relationship with all this trauma and to get the hint that um Troy took away right Yeah, yeah, like she tried to yeah, she did some sort of betazoid trickery to lessen his pain. Which which, again butts up against the medical ethics of the last couple of episodes. Um and she acknowledges that. So I thought that was really well done. And, and um, even if it did feel a little bit, like you said, generated for the purpose of having yeah, drama. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't really track. If you if you go back to the episode Nepenthe from yeah, season one of the no which, it was one of the of best episodes yeah. of, and they've kind of retconned it. Yeah. That it doesn't, they're not this happy family dealing with the loss of their oldest child. Yeah. You know, that doesn't, that that no longer holds up if yeah. you've inserted this new drama. Yeah. So I don't know if that was really necessary. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, and I just I don't know what it. I mean, I liked this, but I mean, honestly, you didn't need to have Riker's Riker's whole arc this season. Yeah, I know. Really, hasn't been necessary. Like, no, nope. I was he, literally just going to say the same thing. Yeah. So I mean, it's because whether or not they're they're unhappy when yeah. they get back together, or they're happy when they get back yeah. together, you know, they're going to wind up happy. So. Yeah. Just so have why not happy, just have I guess. Happy. Yeah, yeah, it just it was a yeah. little extra. Yeah. Um, but it was I, I still again those scenes love them and uh, no issues there. 
Um, and generally this episode uh, leaned a lot into the nostalgia, obviously with yes. Data's and the, the memories that he hands to Lore yes. and all that stuff. Um, but it was it was it was good. Like I, I liked that. Fans, that level of fan service this episode. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, we, you mentioned it a little bit earlier about the partition and everything. Like, the way that they filmed that and the way that they um, kind of, um, the way that was depicted, I guess. Yeah. In, in like, this white space, which we'd seen before. There's, like, the episode um, where Jean-Luc Picard goes with Q back in Yeah, after he's been killed, him, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it's this nowhere land. Yeah. Yeah, it works um, fine visually. Which is yeah, but uh, yeah, the the idea that it's like a physical place that Data and Laura are in, like the conceptualization of that battle was really cool. And then to see Data, who we know is like kind of naive and and like emotionally naive, yeah. And even though you the, know, yeah, yeah he's yeah. playing Laura. We yeah. know he's playing Laura. Or yeah. At least I didn't feel like there was much. There was tension there was there. no tension there for me um, either. Yeah. But as he's handing over all these pieces of himself to the lore side of the quote-unquote partition, yeah. and then he's like uh, Thanos snapping them into <laughs> the ether, except for Spot. He didn't do that to Spot. I was worried he was going to do that to Spot. Um, he just held on to Spot. Yeah, I mean, it was it it worked out really. I thought that that was a really cool. Yeah, yeah, visual. yeah. As long like if you're going to do that scene, do it that way, yeah. right? Like I I don't think the scene was necessary, but if you do are going to do it, they did it great, and yeah. I loved that. You know, it was there was even a, a, an emotional connection there for Data and Lore because the whole time Lore is jealous of Data. You oh know, yeah, Data is not more perf- less perfect than Lore, but Lore doesn't like that, and it, yeah. it's it's the jealousy of his of him being able things. to have these friendships. Yeah, and and so Data literally just he does give them like he, he like here the, you want those so much here you go not only you want them but have... you you know what. You deserve it. You're my brother. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I want to see you be happy. Yeah. You can't be happy because you're a megalomaniacal. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right that yeah. time? Yeah. Uh, evil warlord. Yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna help you out, brother, because I love you. Yeah. And like, like, how sweet is that? Like, Data is the one who gives and his then family them at the end, yeah. and then they they become one. And, yeah. and I did like the reintegrated metadata yeah. that we get at the end. I don't think we can call it metadata anymore. No, we definitely can. Can yeah. we? Yeah, because it's not data anymore. It's it's all of them. But he's I, I, that's the scene where he's like I feel yeah. i love that yeah that, that was, was great yeah. that was really great and i mean any geordi data red connection scene is just yeah. gonna win my heart over a hundred yeah. times um and the last thing that i really liked about this episode uh is just the fact that we're gonna figure out what the fuck jack crusher is hopefully at the start of the next episode yeah if it starts with a flashback and a music scene in fucking 10 forward <laughs> one more time uh, that's gonna p- piss me off unless it's jack like his mind palace is 10 forward and when he goes to the red door maybe it's guinan's people maybe that's who's talking to him it's the Elorians who are trying to connect oh interesting yeah nah, I, don't, I, don't I don't know it's definitely the borg but yeah. uh we'll we'll get there soon enough uh yeah but the, there's been a lot of chatter online about the fact that um doors have featured prominently in the last two seasons mm-hmm. and it's like a picard thing i think it's just a psychological like subconscious thing that doors represent yeah things. the writers think about a lot and yeah. therefore have put it in yeah yeah but um i do feel like the last two episodes have both ended on kind of a cliffhanger who is who is jack crusher and we've gotten zero resolution to that zero resolution 
we did get hints this episode. There were a few yeah. things that like like Vatic was saying, oh, I, it, it's right. You should be here. Seven of nine. Yeah. Which you is know, that weird. was a weird thing. And then she, she was does, talking about I think she voices. Calls, yeah. She's yeah, like, you hear them voices, voices plural. Yeah. Uh, but she also called him baby boy, I think. Yeah. At one point, which yeah. does. I don't know if that suggests anything. Yeah. Or that if that's just weird, her, her characterization. I don't know. It's it. She, yeah. That, that was interesting. But I think you're right. The fact that there's. Um, that Seven of Nine would show up and be there. Now, I don't know if that's, if her referencing it's right that you should be here was a callback to the conversation that she had with Shaw about like witnessing. Oh, that's not how I took it. But yeah, no, I, I know, guess that's, I know, that's, but that's that potential, could be. Yeah, yeah. And then the voices, I know you want to go to Borg territory. I'm Borg. We're, but it's definitely Borg. The, the Great Link is... Multiple a voices number too. of voices yeah. altogether. So yeah. it doesn't rule out some of the other theories that people have had. I mean, Jack does say, I'm not a changeling. I've never changed. I've never seen anything like that. So that I mean, sounds like something a changeling would say. Very true. But I mean, so. changelings have not been shown to have no, right. telepathic connections. Um, no. And I feel like the fact that it's about connections and the Borg connect people via mind. I don't know. I'm just saying everything to me be, is leading towards yeah, Borg. And it but, would really be weird if they ended season two with this Borg reimagining almost yeah. and then didn't reference it at all. Well, I so hope they it, never do because no, I like the Borg better as bad guys, I but know, yes. But I mean, that would be something that's, that's a loose end that I would like to see tied up whether, yeah. however they do it, I would like to see that dealt with. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, it could, it could, it could be Borg. Maybe Borg. I was sure you'd decline my invitation. Oh, my mother taught me better manners than that. Uh, Linz, let's get to the fun stuff. Let's bash this episode a little bit, <laughs> shall we? Um, I don't think this is the fun part. <laughs> well, no, but it's 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 something. Uh, because there was, there was a few nitpicky you things You didn't here. like Worf's confession to Diana? It, it, Diana. It, Diana. 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 <laughs> Who am I talking about? Nobody knows. Um, she Have another beer, Linz. <laughs> uh, you've only had one your whole life, basically. Uh, so <laughs> this, uh, it was just, it was a little awkward to me just because I w- wasn't immediately sure if they were refer- if they were trying to like resurrect his love interest at the end of season seven. Oh yeah. I think that's absolutely what yeah, they're trying to do. And, but I think it's just Worf. But Riker was right the, there. And it's yeah, like. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't. Worf is awkward. That's true. Okay. Like that's I think fair. that, that's just. But for me, it was like secondhand embarrassment cringe. Like oh yeah, I couldn't, no, totally I couldn't, was. I was like, oh no, no. Because and it was, the, it was hilarious though. Like I liked the, the joke of the scene. Yeah. I just didn't enjoy that aspect of okay. it, but it was fine. Uh, standing around waiting for the emotional payoff. Yeah. To solve the plot issue. Yeah. Uh, we both have yeah. commented on that. I think, um, like, <laughs> there wasn't... They didn't do anything. They literally did nothing. And even the things that, that came out as a result of last episode, like um, Crusher's figuring out who the ch- how to figure yeah. out who the changelings were... Was not used. Was not used once. <laughs> they had to revert back to, like, bashing Chateau Picard yeah. in order to prove that Jordy's real. Yeah. Or that Picard's real or yeah, whatever. Or anything, like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm it like, was, is that really required? Yeah. But, but it, I guess so. But yeah, it was. I mean, except for Worf, obviously, saving the day. Mm-hmm. Um, there was... None of the main crew did anything. I mean, there were so many shots of Jordy just looking up into I know, the thing. I know, listening as to like, Yeah, and it's like, 
okay, like one shot of that maybe, but yeah. you don't need, you need to need show. Yeah, like, and they weren't doing anything to help Data. They no, couldn't, they and, couldn't do anything to help and Data. And he finally admits that, you know, the very first thing he says is something to, to the effect of we got to like unplug lore so he doesn't mess up like yeah which is exactly we, we thought what we of... said that last week so it just yeah felt like again padding the episode with unnecessary yes dialogue unnecessary drama yes it did this and especially the vatic angle because you like they really build her up as this evil person who's just gonna you know kill people yeah. in cold blood and it's like well we knew that already she killed her own fucking crew member like yeah you, did you need to build that at all mm-hmm. like like if, yeah again this is all going back to i think this could have been two 30 minute episodes combined yeah. into a 60 minute one and it would have well, been yeah fine yeah exactly really. and and the other thing that they don't we we've seen it twice in two episodes where they jump in with a plan that's like half formed half baked yeah. and last week it didn't work so what did they think yeah like, like what the, their, their whole plan, plan was just if, make sure data saves the day or like let's send jack up to the bridge and hope that this ruse works with the little thermal detonator looking yeah. thing like did they do they but, have but that, but that was only going to work yeah that was only going to work if data yeah, yeah, saved yeah. the day yeah, right yeah, like <laughs> like it yeah, made no sense i don't know it just yeah i'm questioning i'm questioning the promotional structure of starfleet at this point like yeah. how did all these there's a lot of captains and they're all sharing one brain cell seems like yeah yeah it's it's not like impressive ginger cats yeah this is spot um can we talk about the airlock on the bridge please yeah why do what, they have an airlock why, on the bridge why why is that something you would ever possibly what, want what, to have when would that be used like when like who, when, who when do you the, need to vacate everything an on entire the bridge? bridge what is who? Why? Why? That's like, so dumb. That is that Can is your somebody stronghold. Somebody make it like, make sense. No, there's no way because that was somebody wrote it in there. They it, it's Deus Ex Machina. The machine is the <laughs> is is the Enterprise. It's the Titan, and this is the thing that just saves the day. It's like we're going to be able to just open up the view screen and jettison the entire. No, no, I don't. I don't understand that. No. That bothered me like, so much. The fact that that system exists would just be yeah. in the back of every bridge officer's mind. Yep. Like somebody oh in engineering God. can just fucking activate this yeah. thing and just, just jettison me into space. Blow me into space. Why? Why? Okay. Anyways. Especially so, when you can beam things off of the bridge into space. Couldn't they have done that? They had control of the ship again, right? Yeah. Couldn't they have just beamed them into space? Yeah. That, that whole airlock firing her off into space is a good segue into our this week's sponsor yes it is unfortunately vatix frozen foods oh god introducing a new old-fashioned way to a quick meal brought to you by vatix frozen foods just like your ancestors in the 20th century you too can get your hands on a variety of frozen foods ready to heat and eat try our selection of frozen meals imagine your very own gox slowly coming to life beneath the beam of your phaser and warm <laughs> to room temperature and the perfectly slimy consistency just as you always wanted it Or a freshly baked and ready to heat Belgian chocolate lava cake warmed up to gooey perfection just by setting it a little too close to the warp core while you take your much needed break in engineering. We even have beverages, cubed for your convenience and reconstituted with a blast of water, Aldebaran and whiskey in all its greenness, or Chateau Picard, perfect for cooking as it's apparently barely tolerable to drink. Inspired by Vatic herself, all of our selections have been flash frozen to absolute zero, like the cold vacuum of expansive <laughs> space that killed her. Experience the joy of slow cooking real food today. 
Oh, that's that's disturbing, Lindsay. I I love it though. Nice. Um, I know that you thought it was particularly hilarious. I because came up as soon as you we came were eating up, dinner, and I just I just kept like rattling off these things, and you were like, <laughs> "Stop, please!" And I'm like, "Or <laughs> you were chuckling and laughing the whole time." My my chuckle is a little more ironic. It's it, I chuckle at your love for your own jokes. That's, I know that's what makes me happy is Thanks. knowing that you make yourself. Happy. I do so much. I don't need you. No, you I really just don't make my own jokes. Yeah, it's it's, it turns out fine. <laughs> I'm hilarious. <laughs> Okay, so another negative though, Lindsay, and it's one that I picked up on, and it's maybe not really a negative so much as just something I noticed, and I'm interested if you yeah. noticed it too. Um, that whole the whole dilemma about Starfleet and the moral ambiguity of what yeah. they've done, and whether or not it's an institution worth saving, uh, did not come up at all this episode. It was completely abandoned in favor of uh, Jack yeah. talking and holding out his thermal detonator and asking questions that Vatic just didn't answer for some reason. Um, and I, I just thought it was. I mean, obviously, it's going to be picked up. Like, this is a theme throughout yeah. the season, and I, I do trust the writers enough to to conclude in some sort of fashion with it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just odd that, like, they, they pick these things up, run with them for an episode, and then drop them. And it's not kind of weaved throughout a little well, bit. Well, I mean, I think, again, if we were to step back and, and look at this after all 10 episodes have been released, and, yeah. and there's Maybe a Maybe we don't notice it, yeah. Well, not that you don't notice it, but I think that this crew these people are not the corrupt ones yeah so we don't need to worry about it right now we just want to see our heroes win and and i think that's okay as long as long as as you say the ends justify that and we do get some kind of resolution to the whole like let's disband section 31 they fucked up big time we're not going to let them exist anymore or we have to rebuild starfleet from the ground up like, I don't know. There has to be some kind of yeah. recognition of the role that Starfeet, Starfleet played in this. Starfeet. Starfeet you, you heard that? played yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it's true. So if they, but if it doesn't happen in this episode, like I'm okay with that. I yeah. just think you're right. It, it was dropped. It was brought up. It was, it was a prominent thing last episode. Not so much this episode. Yeah. I think we're going to have to see it once Frontier Day comes along because that's, that's yeah, it. That, that's like, the focus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, it'll I it'll be there. Yeah, we're gonna see a lot of bad morals. I think that's. <laughs> yeah, that's my prediction. Yeah. We haven't got to our predictions, but that's gonna be one. That's of them. definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, I, I think like people are talking a lot about the uh, the next series to come out of this, and right. the, whether there's gonna be a legacy show, whether it's mm-hmm. Seven of Nine or Shaw or somebody. Um, I, I would love to see a show where they it's like literally just a spycraft show where they're trying to take down Section 31 because mm-hmm. Section 31 is like one of those yeah. institutions that like it's probably like a terrorist cell. Like you can't you yeah. think you've destroyed Section 31 and then no, no, there's actually three more Section 31s like doing. Yeah. On just keeps, cheese. Yeah. You can it? scrape it off, but it's got its little fingers it's, all the way all through the, the cheese. Just throw the whole thing out. That is a weird throw fucking Throw the whole Starfleet out. Well, Start over. Maybe that's why they don't have one in the 32nd century or whatever. We, again, well, yeah. haven't watched Discovery, but I know certain things. Um, yeah, so just just a thought. All right, Nanas, let's hear some chatter. Hey, better, hey, better, 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 dancing around jack's status yeah um yeah what is jack crusher we were gonna find out at the start of this episode nope we're gonna find out maybe at the start of next episode yeah if we don't find out within 20 minutes of next episode what are you gonna do nothing i'm gonna be very mad and talk about it on this podcast but uh beyond that nothing uh yeah it's just 
it's it's getting to the point where it's distracting. This is what I was worried. Helpful. So when we all knew that uh, he was going to play, that, that Jack Crusher was going to be Picard's son. Yeah. Like as soon as he was cast, Ed Spillers was cast. Yeah. We knew that he was going to be Jack or he was going to be Picard's son. Yeah. And my fear was that they were going to drag that storyline yeah. out through the. Well, and they did. They did. They did it one episode. They, they <laughs> dragged it out yeah. to a point, but his status as whatever, he, whatever is. he is is the thing that's been dragged out. And I'm getting kind of annoyed with it. Yeah. I think everybody's getting kind of annoyed with it. I, I, I think so. And I feel like for me, it is it is a symptom of this uh, habit that they have of, yes, they, they find a, a central mystery and then do drag it out. And they did it in season one. Yeah. Season two, they kind of did i guess if there was a central mystery it was about what what was going to happen with his great great grandmother or whatever who went off into space i don't even remember season two that well yeah no but, but you're right like they there it was a little bit less focused there yeah. everybody had something that was <laughs> yeah that was a big the weird thing. mystery yeah. that we had to solve so yeah. nothing was interesting but yeah but um, but, it, but here, here because yeah. it's so central and because so much of what's happening around it is like manufactured drama the the drawing out of his status feels manufactured. Yeah. If this were real life, like we wouldn't stand for the like we would be f- trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Yeah. And it seems like nobody is really all that concerned about it. They're no. gonna talk about it. They're gonna have Deanna Troy say there's a great darkness here and not be referring yeah. to the lighting conditions on the bridge. That's of my the favorite Titanic. joke of this episode. On um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean the, the this whole. Yeah, it felt too much. Yeah, that end part where where Troy goes into his consciousness felt a lot like the scene in uh, season two where the Romulan uh, person went into Picard's subconscious and whatever. And I'm like, do we have to do this again? Like, why can't there just be answers? Well, and like, yeah, why is Beverly's just like, oh, there's no physical thing with my son. He has Eremotic Syndrome. Does your syndrome explain? Like as soon as as soon as Sydney walked in there, she should have been like, "Guys, your son just took my over my brain and made me kill a changeling." Yeah, can let's we, figure out. Can like, can we something do something here? about this? Like, th- I mean, there's granted, just, there's more important things to deal with, but but he on. uses that skill to get them out of yeah. the ba- the binds they're in. So you have to kind of acknowledge the fact that there's something going yeah. on. And why is why is like pressure not hooking up her son to like a million sensors yeah while he's doing the why is data not involved because clearly there's like he could talk he was hooked up to the entire station station. he should know what they're looking at picard's body contained they could start theorizing like why is that not happening yet it's weird it's it's again manufactured they're drawing things out for not story-related purposes. Yeah. Just for the sake of drawing things out. Yeah. Because we're dealing with cliffhangers again. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, it's not the worst. Like, it's not the most egregious version of this. I'm I just, feeling a little bit egregious. Uh, no, because we watched uh, Dougie Jones for 16 episodes in Twin Peaks. Lindsay. I love that. I love Dougie Jones. And that was not drawn out. Oh, yeah, but that, that was drawn out for a reason. <laughs> yes, David Lynch did that on purpose. <laughs> I know. And I, I'm just saying... That was more agreeable. Nobody, yeah, no, that's fine, but it didn't serve a purpose. Yeah, here it doesn't serve a purpose. Yeah, that well, except there for they keep did. you watching. It yeah, was, yeah. it was the irony of it. Yeah. Nobody listening to this, if they've, ever, if they've never watched Twin Peaks, <laughs> they're gonna be like, I'm never watching Twin Peaks ever again <laughs> after listening to these Yahoos talk. Watch about it. it; it's fucking amazing. You, you must watch it. It's so it's for good. Dougie Jones. Yeah. In <laughs> uh, my a smaller one, Lindsay. Uh, I didn't like how Seven was done this episode. 
Um, and I Explain. didn't, I didn't like, uh, Shaw either this episode, like him. And so first of all, I barely remembered the fact that seven could have jettisoned the turbo lift or something. And that well, she had a gun, didn't she? She could have yeah, shot, she could all shot all of them, she? I guess. I don't know. Anyways, I, that seemed like, like that was a reasonable thing for her not to want to kill her captain and then they turn that into drama between the two of them and it was all of a sudden about like she has to she's going to be responsible for all the bad things that happen well, and it's like okay which is fine i guess it's its own little thing but then there's also seven like wanting to fight back while she's a captive on the bridge and then not and then wanting to do it again and here's, not here's, and not being able to make up her mind and then being then somehow not being forced off the bridge with the rest of her crew. She just it's like, no, I'm not going in. And then Vadic's like, yeah, sure. Okay. Like it just, like there was just, it was a weird thing that around weird. seven, this episode. But here's my thing. Like, I think Shaw's reaction makes sense for Shaw's character. Sure. And I'll allow that. I'll let that slide without saying much else about it. Um, Seven's reaction put in the context of the larger season and her arc in general, she's always been looking for a family to fit into. And mm. I feel like this is, and also proving herself worthy of being a Starfleet captain. So last season she was not, she was a ranger. She was not, uh, the last two seasons yeah. really, she was not Starfleet. She's Starfleet now. And she's worked her way up quite quickly to become second in command of a big ship. A big ship. Yep. Um, so I feel like this is part of, in a weird way, it's like trial by fire. She's being tested in her, in her own way for her own captaincy. And that's why I think it does make a lot of sense if they are going to go forward that it would feature Captain Seven. Um, because she's learning those skills of like leading a crew and being responsible for the people under you and and all that stuff. That's why she stays because she has to she has to be present for the mistake that she made if it was a mistake, which Shaw believes yeah. it is and she's going along with that. Even though she has her own reasons for not blowing the turbo lift and and like i you're right like she she does seem to be in this episode serving the plot yeah a lot a lot um whereas in previous episodes her actions there was conviction behind it yeah i didn't feel that as much but i do think again stepping back after all 10 episodes are are aired we might see that as being part of her larger arc as well yeah maybe I, i mean yeah i'm open to that at the same time i feel like her arc has been totally underwhelming this season it really is yeah. just her versus shaw like in this episode she does stand up and say my name is seven of nine like yeah. that was a nice cool. moment Great. but it's like if that's your whole thing all season i just feel like seven's character since uh voyager is just far less interesting than the seven that we got on voyager i feel yeah. like yeah and it, it's a shame because that one was so unsure of herself and, and yeah, she, she struggled was, she was but that was water. but that yeah but that was that was what made her interesting yes, and exactly. now she's in the water and she's kind yeah. of having trouble swimming well, and it's somebody, not as dynamic somebody made a comment online um that it's weird that she is just so homogenized now she is mm-hmm. she's human yeah she could be anybody from any midwestern state you know yeah. like she doesn't really feel like an ex-borg yeah and there might be reasons for that but i think you know after having spent your whole life as part of a collective maybe maybe that is like last season she dealt with that a lot like reconciling her human and borg parts mm-hmm. um while they were dealing with 
uh, Girardi and all that stuff yeah. with Rafi in 21st century LA. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel like there, there's just, we're going to, we're going to have to wait and see where it goes. I'm not writing her off entirely, but I do agree with you that, yeah, her seven of nine on Voyager was much more interesting than the yeah. seven of nine that we're getting here. And I, I and that's why I'm kind of worried if they, they go for that route, because I don't think they've. Well, she wouldn't be her- a main character. She couldn't be like. She it couldn't would, be Captain would, Seven? Like, no, she could be, but I don't think it would be like about her. It would be an uh, ensemble show and it would be, she would be one of many yeah, characters that would each. Yeah, she'd probably do better with, like she's better with, with Shaw around because she's a contrast yeah. to him, right? Yeah. Um, but it's, but she, amongst the TNG crew, she's just kind of another name. Here's, yeah, I don't here's know. the other thing that you mentioned that you didn't like that her thing this season has been asserting her identity. It's like the one thing that she's gotten to do. But it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I feel like that's the only thing well, she does. It's, and that, it's, but, it's a little But weak. the opposite of that would be for her to have too much going on. And that's what previous <laughs> seasons have struggled with. Yeah. So I'm kind of just pushing back on that a little bit because I think that the writers of season three have recognized where seasons yeah. one and two went wrong. Yeah. And they really did pare down. There's been like at most two storylines going yeah. there's an a plot a b plot a very very and the clear. characters yeah and the characters are very consistent yeah like they have their so little journey throughout they this fit yeah. that all together in a way that i think they had to because season one and two just were too sprawling to yeah. be coherent yeah and so i don't mind that her thing is her only thing yeah. is her identity like let's give her one thing yeah just, and what is the one thing? Yeah. It's not some trumped up fake, you know, relationship identity crisis with Rafi. Yeah. It's something that's at the core of who she is. Am I Annika Hansen or am I seven of nine? Yeah. Am I Borg or am I human? Well, I'm going to be both and yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, be Starfleet and be ex-Borg and be, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yeah, yeah, I kind of I, like, I, I like that. No. And the thing is what you're describing is more yeah. interesting than what we're getting on screen. And I don't know how to describe that except for to say that it's when I watch well, her, I'm yeah. not, I'm not experiencing she hasn't that been dilemma. Given, she hasn't been given a lot of time or space to do that. If you no. add up all the yeah. scenes that seven of nine has, has had dealing with her identity, it's probably 15 minutes max less, less than that. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you're right. It's, in the grand scheme of things, it is not an overwhelmingly amazing arc. No, but it's it is her thing. So yeah, and well, yeah, again, she has the one. It works. I I'm fine with that. My last big problem with this episode, though, Lindsay, where the fuck is Starfleet during this whole thing? Yeah. Like this thing takes like 45 minutes, literally, uh, and like Starfleet was hunting them all across the galaxy, yeah. showing up everywhere. The Shrike doesn't transmit. Oh well, we got their their encryption code or whatever let's yeah. send 14 ships and the shrike all there at once right like especially knowing yeah that they were looking for them and we don't know the extent of this changeling infiltration well it didn't matter starfleet was ever all over them right Tuvok, so, like yeah. got in on it so why where's he where are they like i just yeah it was just a big never gap. thought of that but that's that's yeah. a plot hole that yeah it's gonna it's gonna chew on you later no yeah Plots can't chew on you. Oh, they do. It's time for our Bix Redix Predicts. I had, okay, so I was going to go and change mine to incorporate the Borg, yeah. but I'm not. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with what I wrote because uh, I like my Unreal one. 
um, although it might be real, <laughs> uh, is that Janeway isn't Janeway isn't just a changeling like I've said in the past. Yeah, Janeway is the changeling. She's the she's the floaty head that the that the Vatic was cutting off and talking to. Yeah, uh, and she's the one who's been directing this whole thing <laughs> because she's in charge of. Uh, Frontier, Frontier Day, and Frontier Day is when all the shit's going down. They're going to message her next week. I think that's going to be the end of the episode nine uh, is when Janeway's revealed to be a changeling. <laughs> okay. Um, so that's that's how I'm going down. Now, my other one that's a little more realistic, I can't actually tell which of the two I believe in more of this episode, uh, <laughs> but my, my other one is that the episode nine will actually end with all of them on board of the bridge of the Enterprise D. Okay. And uh, they're all going to boot get ready to go save the day i don't know why i said that weird twice but you did um yeah so those are my two okay ridiculous yeah. predictions Boring, borrowing a page from my books i haven't seen that for the last couple episodes yeah the d is gonna make an appearance yeah yeah i'm just uh, yeah 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 literally i'm just copying you so. that's okay i think i i do think that that will happen i don't know if it'll happen in episode nine but i do think that it will happen and i think other legacy ships are going to show up too i still i still which one are we missing we've seen them all no like in battle oh yeah no yeah, yeah. all those ships are coming back yeah. for sure i, but, I yeah. think that's yeah yeah um my unreal prediction I'm sticking with the whole Q continuum thing. I think that's uh, okay. still going to be a, a thing. Okay. Um, and to kind of graph that onto your prediction, yeah. I'm thinking that it's uh, her, Vadix Handler is uh, part of the Q continuum. Oh, okay. I'm just uh, it's completely Maybe ridiculous. it's his teenage son. Makes no sense. Isn't going to happen. Why not? Because that's absolutely insane. Um, I'd, I'd my real it. prediction, however, is... It's the same as your ridiculous one that Janeway <laughs> is going to appear at Frontier Day, but her changeling status, I don't want to speculate. Okay. Um, but I do think she's going to make an appearance. I think that they've teased. Way too much. Yeah. Yeah, they've got to, she's got to make an appearance. I mean, Tuvok's already in. Yeah. Janeway's been mentioned. Now I'm going to be pissed off if they don't bring back any more DS9 characters. I think yeah. we're going to see that Frontier Day. I think that's going to be an opportunity for a lot of cameos to yeah. appear on the Frontier Day. So yeah. that, I think that's my real prediction. It's not just Janeway. It's like that Frontier Day is going to be the catalyst for us seeing a lot of things. It's going to be a lot of fan service pumped into Frontier Day. Yeah. That's what I'm expecting. Yep. Fair. Maybe not changelings, but. You never know. Oh, no, 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 no! Are you pretending to do a captain's log? Bix Log, Stardate 4295.4. It would have been folly to expect that the final season of Picard, widely assumed to be the last hurrah for a cast of characters many of us have grown up with, that it wouldn't play with fan service. That has definitely been the case. But in bringing back so many iconic legacy characters for their moment to shine one last time, we have run the risk of seeing these characters jump the shrike, so to speak. Lieutenant Junior Grade Lindsay and I have been at odds over the issue of fan service. Will we be able to see eye to eye on the question of whether this season has done a good job of staying true to the characters that we know and love? So Lindsay, uh, you actually wrote uh, that. Yeah, intro. you did you well. Tell. You hadn't you hadn't read. I that. hadn't read it. Uh, I I came up with the idea. Yeah. And then you wrote it, and yeah. so of course, jump the strike was yeah, you. You're welcome. Uh, you're. I love you so much. <laughs> I said you didn't have to say that. I know you, you really wrote it in there, but I, I that's after it. you highlighted because I knew you were going to read it. You're going to pull like an anchorman. You're going to run. I will read anything you put in front. of me. <laughs> <laughs> but the the way I was framing this had this question in mind was um, like we've talked about the fan service generally and the yeah. thing, but specific to the characters. Um, you know, there is a 25 year gap. It's like yeah. Dougie Jones. Yeah. Uh, we're coming back 25 years later. Uh, and the characters have changed. Yep. 
do you think they've changed accurately? Like, are you are you happy with where the characters wound up? Sure. Um, and do you think that they've done a good job presenting them so far? So I'll leave it to you. I pose the question. I want to hear your thoughts first. Yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty pleased with the way that things have turned out. I think um, now, yeah, you make a good point. We've been bringing up Twin Peaks a lot, but I think <laughs> that um, the way that the return came back 25 years later and the way that it played with nostalgia is something that star trek is not used to it's something Mm. that star trek fans are not used to um which is why i'm baffled when i see people angry about seeing the fan service it's like this is kind of the point the point like it's (laughs) it's the bread and butter of the entire franchise people go nuts for this stuff so are we just mad about it because it's picard and nobody has liked picard so far i don't know but the way that that has been, in my mind, set up, I was, I almost want that from each of these shows that are being resurrected mm-hmm. um, for new seasons or reimaginings 20 or 30 years after their last episodes aired. And it still seems to be like a bit of a trend in television. Yeah. Yep. So having said that, um, going into Picard season three, okay, so it's 25, 30 years on from this. Yeah. I, I absolutely want to see Jordy LaForge with kids. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely want to see um, Beverly Crusher dealing with being a 70 or 80 year old doctor, <laughs> like still in Starfleet. Yeah. I want to see where Worf ends up. I don't want to see these people stay in their comfy little. Right. Which is yeah. why the, the, the trailer when Worf, the first time we heard Worf say he was a pacifist. Yeah. Like, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, yeah, let's see Worf age into his Klingon self. Yeah. Like, and they've done that. I think that that's been, um, that's been really well done, that they've imagined realistically where these characters would end up, knowing where we left them, mm-hmm. where would they end up. And at the same time, they've kept so much of what made them great. Like, Riker hasn't lost his devilish charm and... There's still so much empathy and uh, emotion and care in Deanna Troy. And um, Picard is still, to a lesser degree, the philosophical bastion of, you know, right and wrong. Yeah, he's, lesser. He's become, he's become more of a... Doddering old fool. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to put it that way, but he does seem to just like rush into things. Yeah. Um, without thinking that is that I mean that's maybe that's Picard when he's not anchored to a bridge when he's not anchored to a captain's chair he's a little bit more flighty I don't know but anyway it's um I think they've done a really good job and I'm I'm happy with where that is where where we've got these characters so far um I, I don't know how do you, how do you feel about it? I I tend to agree a little bit. I think the overall arcs are there. I find there's so many moments though where like like today with Riker and Troy, yeah, that it just take me out. Where I'm just like, well, wh- where are these characters? Like, what what why why could they not communicate like this? You know, twelve years ago or whenever they started having this problem. Like it's 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 really not clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also the characters, you know they all start off one way where they're, they're changed and then they wind up back into kind of the fold that they were originally in. Like Beverly's been gone for 25 years, Mm -hmm. just fucking wiped off the map, 
nobody we have not no, seen her. nobody nobody, nobody had seen her. She drops right back in and she's just like, "Oh yeah, I, there was never a day I didn't think of you guys." Well, then why did you not fucking do anything? <laughs> like mm-hmm. like there's just there's that, there's Riker and Troy's thing not being good. Worf is a pacifist, yet as we've just described, he's his best motif this season is stabbing dudes and cutting off their heads from behind yeah. like is he a pacifist does he not like what what is that he's ironically uh, pacifist. <laughs> yeah yeah for a klingon he's a pacifist maybe <laughs> <laughs> but like you know like and they're all they all have that like jordy was uh, a family man who was not going to do anything to, that would jeopardize his daughters to oh no yeah we should definitely you know just plug in more engineering mind <laughs> in starfleet but yeah, let's just, plug in the unstable ai into yeah. the ship's computer so it's just like it, again, it's it's the sense of characters are. Mm. I feel like the actors want to play the characters that were on TNG, mm. mm-hmm. and when they do that, it works so much better than when they try and force them into this uh, variation. Like, and I feel like the only one who, that doesn't apply to really is is uh, Data because he's been multiple characters. Well, and he's a different character now entirely. Yeah. This yeah. is not he's metadata. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's it's. Yeah, it's just it's it's a different world, but like I, I feel like that's the issue. It's not so much that the character arcs don't make sense, or that I can't track them, or that I'm that it's like no, that doesn't that doesn't work for me. It's the fact that it's kind of inconsistent even within the series, and that part kind of bothers me. Even with Rolaren, yeah. to an extent, you know, like we never really got any closure on whether. Uh, what she was doing was right when she joined the Maquis. She just like, I guess she found penitence or something like that. It's fine. But like, I don't know. To me, that that's that's the issue is, is not so much, again, it's not what's been done. It's how it's done. It's the execution of the individual characters. Because they, they, you have to kind of sacrifice it for the cool introduction. Like, like uh, Beverly just fucking vaping a guy, short range, you know, no mercy from the doctor. And then she's complaining about, you know, she doesn't want to commit genocide and she's following the Hippocratic Oath. It's like, are you? You know, like I just, mm. there's those individual things. Like it was hella cool to see, oh, this is a different Beverly Crusher. But now we're back to thinking, no, this is the same Beverly Crusher. Like, and that's the problem. This so, is what David Lynch did yeah. so well was yeah. like, no, you cannot go back to, to no. uh, Agent Cooper. He does not exist anymore. You're going to get Dougie Jones. You might get Agent Cooper for half an episode. And then you're going to get some hybrid thing in a third dimension or fifth dimension or wherever the hell he went. Odessa, Texas, you know, deep like frying guns. <laughs> deep frying guns, you know, like that, that's the reality is yeah. that you cannot have these things happen at the same time okay. in in a realm of nostalgia and this shows suffering under that that heavy weight and, and it's doing its best and i'm enjoying the character moments and i'm enjoying so what all do you, of it what would you have wanted then i would want characters who are actually different or characters who have not changed pick a lane that's it that's what i want i'm not saying it's easy I, see and i don't i don't think I don't think we're ever going to come to agreement on this because it's what we want. And I want, yeah. I want the complexity of, because I feel that as an age, as I age, mm-hmm. there's a part of me that feels like I'm still 18, 19, 20. And like, yeah. And if you hang out things. with your 18 year old, your friends from when yeah, you were 18, yeah, yeah. you'd we're be gonna, like that yeah, again. Yeah. We're going to go driving and, and <laughs> put on our Batman voice and go order McDonald's fries with Watch. packets of mayo. And yeah. Listen because, to S club seven. And- yeah. It's weird, right? Rest in but peace, S Club Seven member, by the way. <laughs> Such a weird. Oh my <laughs> Just god! Just dropping that in there. Um, mm. But but then there's also the me that still has to pay my 
$42 in uh, tax returns. Yeah, we have to do to that. We should really Revenue do that. Agency. Okay, let's do that after we because phone, Because I, I'm, I'm that person, but I'm also the other person. So I, I think that you can be both. Like, I can be silly with my 18-year-old friends, and I can pay my taxes at some point. So, I mean, those two things exist in, it's the contradiction of, of the human experience. It's a contradiction of life. And so I don't mind that. I want to see those complexities. I want to see Beverly Crusher obliterate a guy and then wrestle with the fact that she can obliterate a guy. Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But I feel like it's not, you're not it's getting not, that second no, half of and, it. You and know? that, because Star Trek is always going to be the campy Spock's brain show <laughs> in some respect. That's, yeah, there's that's not the 18 year old version. That's the, yeah. the coral, the, the correlate here um, is that it's a campy episodic television show from the sixties. This is not deep philosophy. It became deeper philosophy. It's not, but it was dark never, 21st century prestige TV. No, and it was it's never, trying to be right now. Yes. But it's, it's, there's a bit of an identity crisis. I agree. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait, I'll, I'm right. No, I'll, I'll give you that. Yes. But I do I think that I, I want, I do want the complexity. I don't mind. Yeah, I know. And, and I agree. I, I would want it too. I don't think they're giving it to us. And I don't think they can because I think they don't have enough time well, would, and I, they don't have, fine. and again, they have 10 episodes and they have to jam pack all these characters. But I would rather get moments. what we have now than have them retread. Beverly Crusher sure, from sure. 1987. Yep, no, that's that fine. would bother me. Okay. Or like where the way they tried to do with season one data and like DH him, and it just looked terrible. Yeah, like they did work. not do a good job with that. No. Because you can't go home again. He's back. So we're down to the last two episodes yeah. of Picard season three. Um, no idea what their names are. We say that every week. Why <laughs> do you have I to keep, keep bringing this it up? up? Because I just like to point out that we don't do much research here. Uh, the last. Oh, you're gonna look. It I'm up, looking it up. Um, so I heard. I saw online that someone was like, "If the last episode is not titled." Uh, must come to an end, as in the end of all good things, uh, from season seven. That would no, be no. I don't think it is. Because I don't think the it next is, episode is called Vox. Vox Populi Vox. Voice. Okay. Yeah. Voice. Vox <gasps> is yeah. the Latin. Locutus is Latin for speaker. I think. So is it not like lo- locutor? Yeah, yeah. 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 Elocution. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So okay, that's interesting. Um, and episode 10 will be titled, uh, 10. There's no title. Yeah. Okay. On Rotten Tomatoes anyway, where I'm looking. I don't think it has been announced yet. I'm sure it will be, must come to an end, um, because Picard's going to die. Uh, we've (laughs) been over this so many times, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I am looking forward to, I, I think back to when we started this season and I was so up cautious <laughs> yeah and i was just so un uh unsure about the quality of what was coming um and i've been yeah. i've been impressed so far i have yeah. to say i think i've i've enjoyed the season for all my nitpicks for all my complaining about you know plot holes and everything like that every show's got them mm-hmm. uh, especially a sci-fi thing where you can do fantastical stuff there's always you know sometimes you just need a reason not to be able to do the fantastical thing mm-hmm. that's fine mm-hmm. um but yeah, I've I've really enjoyed this, and I'm I'm really looking forward to the last two episodes. I, I did hear that Terry Metalis, who just like has just cans of beans that he just yes. spills like all the time. Yeah. The tea just does not stay in the cup with him. Which food item are we going? We're going with, with tea beans, baby. 
Anyway, BTS. apparently there's going to be a post credit scene. Yes, I saw that. In the very last episode. Yeah. So that's and people what I look are, forward to. Yeah. It's, it's going to set up another series another probably. Series, probably yeah. Because there yeah. hasn't been any announcement of any, aside from the, the Academy, Academy series. Yeah. But uh, nothing related to these characters as we know them. So um, that's something to look forward to yeah. as well. Yeah. So uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us. And, thank you, Aiden, uh, for uh, letting me write your yeah, was, big slot. I'm surprised you only gave yourself the grade of, like, was it Lieutenant Commander? Uh, like, you gave me... Lieutenant you, Junior Grade. You, yeah. yeah, you were way... You could have full Harry Admiral. Kim. I'm, I, I've been Admiral. I was going to give myself Fleet Admiral, but Fleet Admiral. Then I thought that's that's a little much. That We'll save that for later. Okay. we got a lot of Star Trek to go, a lot of big slots to write. I'll work my way up. Okay. I'm all over the map, right? Yeah, like, oh yeah, I, we really should question the promotional structure of Starfleet <laughs> insofar as we have given ourselves. I mean, we've changed the start date, right? We've gone through many decades in oh, the yeah, start date. Totally. So, you know, it, it's And all like we map. went from commissioned officer to non commissioned officer to commissioned officer again. Because they so. change all the time. So well, it's yeah. fine. Well, not really, but. Well, they, they kind of do between TOS and Next Generation and then to Voyager. And so it was all a little different. A little different. Yeah, little but not different. not like individual characters. The only Chief O'Brien was not a chief when he was uh, chief engineer. No, but he didn't. Aiden. <laughs> I don't there's know. only what... one person that I know of who's been demoted, and that was Tom Paris. Yeah, and he got it right back two seasons later. Oh. Unlike Kim. Uh, uh, poor Kim. We're gonna have a whole episode just devoted to how awesome Anson Kim is. Ensign Junior Blade. <laughs> Just junior grade. Just poor poor guy. Oh, my God. Okay, let's end this episode. Okay, yo. Go Live long and prosper. Duh, why do you... It sounds so dumb when I just say it like that. You can find all our episodes on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast fix. We love to talk Star Trek with our fellow nerds, and would love to hear from you if you have thoughts or ideas about any of our discussions or the topics we've brought up. You can reach out to us on Twitter, that's at TheBixPod, or by email at TheBixPod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Beam us up, Scotty.